You're listening to Weekend Edition on Michigan Radio. Rails are thin, and so are rakes and pencils and many other things. That's what they say. Good morning, I'm Rebecca Kruth, and joining us, as she does every week, is University of Michigan English professor Anne Kurzan. Hi, Anne. Good morning. So, rail, rail thin. I think I heard on a public radio piece that this has something to do with birds. Is that right? That is one of the stories out there, and that is how the question came to me recently from my colleague Ben at the University of Michigan, and Ben studies avian evolution and ecology, a bird expert. And he wrote to me and said, I know there's this story out there, and is it true that thin as a rail refers to a marsh bird called a rail? And Ben noted that a rail, the bird, is very thin and capable of walking through narrow spaces between cattails. So that is all true. And I am so sorry to say that from what we can tell, the story that thin as a rail is about birds is not true. I knew it. You know, every time it's like a cool story, it ends up being, no, that's not it. (laughs) But I'll try to make the real story as cool as I possibly can. But the rail in Thin as a Rail is the rail that refers to a bar or a piece of wood or metal that is used for support. And that rail was originally part of a fence. And then we can think about we have rails on stairs. It can refer to things on ships and cars. And then, of course, railroads. The phrase Thin as a Rail, the earliest evidence we have is actually Lean as a Rail, The Oxford English Dictionary has an example back to 1795, and the quote is, as dull as a cat and as lean as a rail. Okay. okay. And and then by the 1800s, we have evidence for thin as a rail. I think it would be fair to ask if you hear the quote, as dull as a cat and as lean as a rail, well, wait a minute, maybe it's about a bird. Here's why we don't have good evidence that it's about a bird, which is that in the 1400s, we have the expression lean as a rake. And this is the rake that we use to rake leaves, which is thin. Well, not at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But the, the handle is thin. Right. So we have the expression lean as a rake or thin as a rake. And by the 1500s, a rake could refer to a very thin person. So you could refer to someone as a rake. And the Oxford English Dictionary has a great quote that notes other expressions for a thin person, such as pencil thin, which I could still use today, Mm -hmm. and also a pipe cleaner. Do people use pipe cleaners for anything besides crafts? (laughs) Well, apparently at one point you could refer to a thin person as a pipe cleaner. As a pipe cleaner. So early on, lean as a rake was the most common expression, but around 1900, it was passed by thin as a rail. And that is now the more common expression. But if you look in Google Books, you will still see a good amount of use for thin as a rake. And I was surprised because I don't know about you, Rebecca, but I can say thin as a rail, but not thin as a rake. No, I could never say thin as a rake. But certainly other people can say it and write it, as well as skinny as a rake or skinny as a rail. And as long as we're talking about rails, I do think we should talk about on the rails and off the rails, which again are about trains and railroads. So if you're on the rails, that's the proper course. And if you get derailed, you're off the rails, you're off the proper course. We see those expressions on the rails and off the rails by the mid 1800s. What I was struck by in my searching on Google Books was that off the rails as an expression was 
decreasing in popularity from the mid-1800s, and then suddenly, around 2000, it experiences this resurgence. And, and I do know that it is an expression that I use often when I say something has gone off the rails, and it reminds me of how language can work a little bit like fashion, that you have an expression and people start using it, and then you hear it, and then you start using it, and right now, off the rails seems to be having a fashionable moment. It's picking up steam. All right, thanks so much, Anne. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Anne Curzan is a professor of English at the University of Michigan. We look at the evolution of language every Sunday here on Weekend Edition. If you can't always catch us on Sunday, you can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have a question about our ever-changing language, email us at language at michiganradio.org.